the sun. We love it. We need it, right? But is your sunscreen putting you at risk for cancer and possibly wreaking havoc on your hormones? Find out today with special guest Laura King all about whether your sunscreen is putting you at risk or not. Hi friend, welcome to Grassroots Wellness. I am Jen Kruba, here to share with you how to have peace, fulfillment, and purpose through holistic health solutions, essential oils, non-toxic strategies, and faith. No more searching for purpose outside of the normal mundane day-to-day life that leads to exhaustion, overwhelm, and feeling discontent. Instead of looking for the next thing to fill your cup, this podcast will show you how to have confidence on your journey deepen your faith and uncover the healing and energy boosting powers of detoxifying your life, your home, and your inner self. If you are ready for a holistic overhaul in your marriage, motherhood, and faith, then let's grab that diffuser girl and dig in. All right, guys, welcome back. I'm here with my good friend, Laura King. She is my business partner and one of my very best friends, and I love her dearly, and she is here to share with us on how to stay safe in the sun this summer. So welcome, Laura. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Jen. I'm a huge fan of yours, not only as your friend, but actually listening to your podcast. And so I'm very honored to be here. Thanks. I'm from central Ohio and I have four kids, um, two boys, two girls. Uh, they're 19, 17, 14, and four. We've been using oils for about 14 years and grew up naturally in Western Pennsylvania with six siblings and just love all things natural. So I've obviously been a magnet to you and just so honored to be um, following and, um, encouraging each, you know, each other by the journeys we've been on. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I, I know that your mom raised you very natural and, and my mom did in a lot of ways too. She was definitely on that on board. And, um, you, did you home birth your, your last baby Juniper? I did. Yeah. I did. I, I got to do all of my births naturally. Um, and that was super special. And, a lot of practice, a lot of, you know, encouragement from my family and my husband to do that. And then our fourth one. Yeah, we had her at home. It was, I would, I would have a million more if I could do that. It was so special, different, easier. Um, yeah, it was wonderful. Mm, I love that. My kids always, always tell me, mom, why do you always have to bring up home birthing? Cause I love it so much. I got to home birth my last two babies. Didn't know really about it with my first, so he got gypped, but, but my two girls, I got to home birth and it is a beautiful experience. So I love that. All right. So we're talking about summer and sun today, right? And so in the news, I think in health in general, we hear like, oh, the sun is bad. Like stay out of the sun. What are your thoughts on that? Is it, is the sun all bad for us? I mean, what would happen if we lived in a dark world, right? Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Um, first of all, for somebody that has had some mental health issues almost all my life, I think I, my mom kind of started identifying that when I was like 10, 11 years old, she recognized that the sun actually brought me a lot of benefits. You know, the sun actually helps our bodies produce more melatonin. So you sleep better at night. 
It helps your body trigger um, some serotonin release. So you actually feel better during the day. Uh, there's so many benefits, including the fact, and I think we'll get into a little bit more of that in a minute, but the amount of vitamin D that our bodies really do, do need. Both you and I live in the, you know, way above the equator in the north. And so we aren't getting the amount of sun that our bodies really require um, or the vitamin D we require from the sun. And so, um, yeah, purposely exposing ourselves to the sun is very beneficial. So what happens if, if we only go out in the sun with sunscreen on, do you think that could inhibit um, us absorbing some vitamin D if we, you know, just layer all kinds of, like, what is the best way in your opinion to get vitamin D? Do we need to like, obviously have sun on our bodies, but do you, are you familiar with like how, maybe how many minutes a day would be beneficial without obviously burning that sort of a thing? You know, that's a, that's a good question. I've always kind of um, wondered that myself, and I've done a lot of research based on the fact that we not only have different pigmentations in our skin, sometimes that's obvious based on um, the, the coloration of our skin. Sometimes we don't think about the fact that even our hair color could be an indication as to how much sun we need or require. So research has really proven that it's as little as maybe 13 to 15 minutes a day with a lot of skin exposed. Don't go out wearing, you know, long sleeve t-shirts and pants and think you're getting enough skin exposure. But if you're wearing, um, you know, tank tops, t-shirts, shorts, the average, average Caucasian adult, um, typically 15 to 30 minutes, three to four times a week actually is enough to get about 10,000 IUs of vitamin D. And um, that's very beneficial. Now, the redhead or the very fair skinned, um, we wanna take that into account because they actually contain more of the protein molecule on their skin that helps convert those UV rays into vitamin D. And so they need less exposure. And so I wouldn't cover up. Oh, and then let me reference the, the deeper skin tones and the, the darker, um, the darker skin tones that have more melatonin already in their skin. I'm sorry, not melatonin pigmentation in their skin. They're going to actually need more sun exposure in order to be able to, um, have that vitamin D conversion, right? So their body is converting those UV rays based on the exposure to those proteins. And they're going to get, um, that vitamin D after third, probably 30 minutes in the sun. So typically I encourage people to get out, you know, sometime between 10 AM and, you know, 1 PM where they're getting a good amount of sun exposure and don't slather the sunscreen on immediately. Right. You know, let the, let the sun, um, even turn your skin slightly pink, not red. Redness is a good alarm. It's a good indication that you've maybe received a little too much sun, but, um, a little pink is okay. And then, um, you know, apply your, your safe and your, your good sunscreen afterwards that doesn't contain any chemicals. I've always been so jealous of those olive skin individuals. Like, oh, I love the beautiful tans that they get. And then I am a redhead. So I have freckles and it was always just frustrating. I could never tolerate the sun like everyone else, but there's my one benefit, right? I can absorb vitamin D faster <laughs> than those darker skinned individuals that I'm super jealous of. 
that's that's oh. fascinating it's good to know all right so obviously we know sunscreen can protect us from the sun is there anything else that we can eat or drink or consume that might help protect our skin cells our our bodies from the sun in a more natural way where we could maybe tolerate the sun a little bit better if we are one of those fair skinned individuals. Yeah, for sure. In fact, I, I love it. You know, you've taught me for years, you know, eat according to what's growing then, you know, not just what is provided on the, the store shelves in the produce section. And so really what's growing in this time of year when the sun is super hot and ready to scorch us is the red colored fruits and vegetables. So any of those deep reds where it's red all the way through, um, like watermelon, tomatoes, dragon fruit, red grapefruit, um, those are naturally full of red phytonutrients. In fact, our doTERRA lifelong vitality also includes an ingredient, which is astaxanthin, which is a red algae. So it's red all the way through and it falls in that category, it actually will also help you to absorb the UVA and UVB rays that reduce, you know, affect your skin to cause the burn. So, um, yeah, yeah super fun. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I did want to say when I started taking our supplements, our doTERRA lifelong vitality, I was able to tolerate the sun way better. And, and then I learned that interesting fact. So I'm glad that you shared that. No, that's so good. It's funny, you pay attention, you don't even know what all to pay attention to when it comes to the benefits of that lifelong vitality pack. And then, yeah, that's a bonus. Oh, it's so good because I just, I couldn't even enjoy activities with my family. Um, I remember when I was a little girl and my my sister would get super dark and my mom would, and they'd lay out in the sun and um, I would lay in the shade of the tree beside them. And I'd say, I'm getting a shade tan guys. That that's, that's the kind of tan I have to get as a shade tan. And I'd say to my mom, am I getting tan? And she'd say, I think you are. And I thought, oh, bless her. she was trying to encourage me that my shade tan. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So sweet. You know, another, another vegetable, now that we're talking about how white you are, <laughs> it reminded me of <laughs> that's so good is your cauliflowers, garlic. I know really? we don't usually eat a large amount of garlic, mushrooms, white mushrooms. So these all contain a um, alpha amino acid that helps to stimulate the production of uricanic acids in your body. So that actually also helps absorb UV radiation. So yeah, eating those That's white amazing. vegetables in the summer helps too. That's so cool. I did not know that. So I learned something new today. That's awesome. Um, so so if we, we've been talking about a lot of things that are going to help our bodies when we're being exposed to the sun. So let's talk about some ingredients. We know our skin is our largest organ. What we put on it is eventually going to get into our cells. So let's talk about ingredients um, in sunscreen, because obviously if you're at the beach or at the lake or you're outside, you are literally wearing this stuff probably from eight till six at night, like it's laying on your skin. So let's talk about ingredients that maybe we should steer clear of that are in some sunscreens um, that could potentially cause us harm and maybe why they cause us harm. What, what, do, they, what do they do to our bodies? Yeah, you, you really started that off like hitting the nail on the head. I never considered the fact that sunscreen should really be designed and is designed to put on the body every single day. I mean, look at the individuals that live in a, a very hot climate. It should be designed to be put on the skin every day in a, some quantity over your lifetime, 
And if it's really designed to be that way, if there's any toxic ingredient in that, even if you have thought you were getting a small percentage of that ingredient over that extended period of time that, you know, you have to really have the testing supporting that it's actually good for you. And, um, I got to research some stuff on, you know, even in 2019, the FDA came out and said, Hey, we've got to, we got to really flip the, the switch here because almost every ingredient we have approved in the past to put in sunscreen is in fact damaging being used in that long-term capacity. So ingredients that were previously marked safe were really flipped to be marked unsafe. Even, you know, the products that I was using, I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, these are risky levels being used, you know, more than once or twice a month. <laughs> and so we had to switch things out, but oxybenzone, you know, I'll just kind of list a few. I know these are difficult and I don't even always say them correctly, but um, octanaxi, acetolate, oxycrelin, momacelate, and avobenzone. Um, these are some really risky ingredients. And over time, even if they were applied once and then tested weeks later, they were able to find a lot of these ingredients, not only in the blood, but in urine and breast milk of nursing mothers. So we really have to be careful. These ingredients specifically, and I know I'm not saying them correctly, so I'm sure you'll post them in the somewhere I'll put them in the show notes. No worries. I got you. Right. <laughs> these ingredients, um, these chemicals are, are, are linked to cancer and hormone disrupting, um, issues. So very, very numerous in their studies and research. It's terrifying that even weeks later, they were still finding them after just one application. That means for some reason, our bodies are not able to rid them with our normal channels of elimination that we have. That's terrifying. So um, I know that probably every sunscreen you pick up in the grocery store is going to have some of those ingredients because I've I've ran out of my healthy sunscreens in the past that I've purchased and needed an emergency run. And I went and I looked and looked and looked. And that actually happened to my daughter, Bella, one time. I, she went to the beach with her dad and they're at Myrtle Beach and I sent the sunscreen and they ran out of the regular sunscreen. They went and they tried to find what was labeled the most natural. And she used it and her whole face broke out in these tiny little bumps. It was the, it was the worst thing in the world. And, um, I just felt terrible for, especially as a teenage girl. And it was, it was all just a reaction to the sunscreen, even though it was labeled natural. Um, so it, we definitely want to pay attention to what we're putting on our skin. So doTERRA is actually releasing some sun care products here at the end of the week. We're so excited about them. So let's talk about what they are. These four products, we have three that are releasing on July 1st and then or after sun will actually release on August 1st. But let's talk about maybe why, why we would choose these products over say like a beauty counter or the Neutrogena that you used to use. And the my burning question, Laura, is am I gonna look like Casper the Friendly Ghost on the beach with using these products? Cause a lot of natural products make you look this way. All right, let's dive into some of these and you, you tell us all about it and if we're gonna look ghostly or not. <laughs> Absolutely. You are right. I am. I'm also super excited about these and it is the minerals oftentimes that are in these natural sunscreens that cause you to look so ghostly and you will not 
that's the that's the short answer. You will not. You will Yay. not. Have that. <laughs> that white varnish look over you the whole time you're laying in the sun. Um, these are going to be very, they're very absorbable. I've gotten to experience several of them and they go on smooth. They feel silky soft. Um, they absorb very quickly and guess what? They smell good. I mean, duh, it's doTERRA. So they smell awesome as well. And, um, yeah, we've got four products that are coming out. Like you said, three are available right away. So I love them all. I'll tell you my favorite in a minute. Maybe you can guess, but so there's the sunscreen lotion and that's going to go on. It has that nano zinc. They all have generally the same ingredients, but the um, ingredients are a nano zinc, a raspberry seed oil, an avocado oil, turmeric extract, um, which I'm almost wondering, maybe that's where they got the coloring of our package. Turmeric is very effective against repelling yes. sun and healing sun, healing our skin, jojoba esters and vitamin E. And this is a very natural form of vitamin E. There can be a lot of alterations done to vitamin E. This is straight, um, vitamin E. So then some of our real heroes are helichrysum essential oil, our frankincense and carrot seed oil. Now, if you haven't used carrot seed oil much in the past, it is, um, it's just a brilliant oil to put on your skin already for tightness and, um, helping in to invigorate your skin tone. And so it's extremely lightweight. All of these products are going to be water resistant and reef safe. So you can wear them when you're snorkeling or diving. Um, and then the lotion, um, specifically is an SPF of 30 goes on really smooth and absorbs quickly. And then the second product is a spray, absolutely the same, just about, but in a non-aerosol spray can. And so this is great for your body. If you want to spray it in your hand, you could apply it to your face as well. It has an SPF again of 30. And then your fourth, your third product is a stick. I can't believe this one. You can just get this on all the nooks and crannies. I think of little kids who run away really fast. I can get this on the top of my ears, the back of my neck, the tops of my feet that I always forget. Um, this is all really, really good. And this one's an SPF of 40. So it's even a little bit stronger. And, and this um, one has your butters in it, your shea butter and your cocoa butter, which I just feel like it holds it down. Like <laughs> it makes it stick really good. Ah. Oh. And I love the smell of those shea and cocoa butter. And that also has the same essential oils, right? And the carrot seed, kilograms and frankincense and carrot seed. Yes. And the carrot seed. Mm -hmm. So is this your favorite product? Yes. You really you guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about the stick. I, I just love them. I think it's an easy reapplication also, you know, when that you finally right. beg the kids to cut out, get out of the ocean or, you know, take a break. You can quickly zip this back on those, those cheekbones and the top of the nose and the top of the ears or even the crease in their forehead or in their hairline. <laughs> um, so you keep mentioning the different SPFs of the product. So it looks like they're all between 30 and 40 SPF. So what do you think that's high enough? We've seen on the market, you know, some as high as like 90 SPF. What, what are your thoughts on the SPF of those products and, and why are ours sufficient or not sufficient? Yeah. You know, that's, um, it's a very fascinating thing. If you ever see a product that's really high up there in SPF, it is 
most likely, I mean, not most likely it is a little bit of a marketing scam. Your body isn't actually able to completely repel the sun unless you're wearing a shirt or covered in a hat, but the SPF um, really kind of tricks the buyer into thinking, oh, I'm purchasing something that's more safe. When in actuality, there's two kind of dangerous things that you're doing, besides the fact that you're emptying your wallet quicker than you should, you are probably, um, you're, you're applying a product that has more chemicals in it when it's that high in an SPF. Like you'll see things like 80 SPF, 90 SPF. Well, your body can only absorb so much. And then you're laying all these chemicals, more chemicals on top of it to even get to that. Second of all, as you're applying those really high SPFs, you're shutting off the body's natural alarm to tell you, Hey, you've had enough sun. Let's get out of here for a minute. And that's that, that redness, right? That's that burn. And so we really need to, um, not be using products that are that strong in chemicals or that, or our turn, anything that's turning off our body's natural alarm system to shut down a sunburn. Absolutely. So I think this is what used to happen to me as I would try to endure the sun with my family. And of course, I always had the higher SPF and I'd stay out there, but I'd start to feel sicker and sicker and sicker. Even though I wasn't burning, my body still knew it was having the effects of the sun. It just was, it was getting like confused, I guess I would say. So I think that's a perfect explanation of that. That's so good. Yeah. Um, and see, then later in life, you learn, oh, I could have even been listening to the fact of, you know, I was having exhaustion from this. I was having a stomach ache from this. I was feeling thirstier and hungrier, you know, after all of this, like those are all indications that you've reached your limit in the sun. And it is hard because we're, we're in this world of trying to compare ourselves to each other so often. And just because you can be in the sun for this long, doesn't mean the other person can be in the sun for this long and, and vice versa. So true. So true. So, so we've talked about our three sun protective, um, products. Now I'm sure you can guess what my favorite product is. <laughs> well, I think it might be number four, the after sun. It sure is. Oh my gosh. I, and I think it's because I love anything like with aesthetics and that sort of a thing. And I am so fascinated with this whole product and the ingredients that are in it. And how we could use it actually beyond just for after sun care. So can you share a little bit about maybe some of the ingredients that are in here, some of the essential oils, um, like how, how it would perform, how we would use it. Um, I, I find some of the ingredients extremely interesting, especially when I saw that there were prebiotics and probiotics in an after sun care. Can you tell us why they might've put that in there? Yeah, there's, there's some ingredients that are no brainers, right? We weren't surprised to see aloe vera in here, lavender, um, even copaiba, which is our very soothing nerve kind of tonic essential oil. Um, peppermint is another one I've, I've made, I put peppermint in a lot of my own DIY after sun uh, remedies. So I also think besides the ingredients in the packaging, what you love is that you kind of do get a little burned. And so you're going to have multiple bottles of this. Yeah probably stationed all around your life. <laughs> but so those are our surprises, but you're right. One of the, a couple of the surprises or maybe not normally familiar with are our probiotic and prebiotic that is in this topical. Oftentimes um, the discomfort that is caused to our skin because of the burn 
and the inflammation and include, and as well as the, it's, it can cause some infection. So when we really encourage our skin, um, encourage the good bacteria on our skin to help fight those things off, it can repair and heal even faster. So that's extremely important. You're also going to find, um, uh, that Arnica, um, I know you are familiar with Arnica already in life, but that's going to help diminish any discomfort. It's a, it's a flower extract and it's going to help with inflammation. And then also that natural vitamin D to help moisturize and, and things. So I don't know, is that what, is that what you have been hearing about it? Is that the, um, yeah. the stuff that's exciting you? Yeah. And I never really thought about like the microbiome of our skin and the healing properties of it and, and how that could work together in an after sun product. So I was super, and, and I find, um, like whenever I get a burn, like on the stove, I use a lot of people always think lavender. I actually like peppermint touch because I hate that intense burning, um, sensation, which I'm sure everybody does. And I don't know if us redheads are just special or something, but they always say they can feel more pain. Like it takes more anesthesia to numb a redhead and things like that. So I always say, I just feel more pain. So this one hurts more. <laughs> but that, but, you know, um, that's a good point. I think we, I mean, not that anybody wants to be the guinea pig and test that, but even like maybe a stove burn or a toaster burn on your skin. Um, I think this product would actually really be beneficial applied topically. Yes. Then. I didn't think about it for that too, man. You could have one of those under your sink for when you burn yourself. Um, and then the, the last thing that I really loved about it was that it helps restore the skin's natural moisture barrier. So the beach for me is just so hard on my skin. Not only is it the sun, the sand, the dryness, or even being outside as I become prunish, which, and as we get older, I mean, we just don't like our collagen isn't, isn't as producing as well as it used to. And so all of those things make us look older. And so the fact that this is going to help with our moisture barrier will help with youthfulness and, um, be sort of an anti-aging product really excites me. So I'm so excited about this entire line. So I just, I'm telling everybody don't get burnt until August. So, so that you can have this in August. But, um, and the other thing I love about these products, Laura, is they're so affordable. I know that the line that I've been using for years, it's like $39 for a bottle. And um, these are going to be much more affordable, especially with gas prices out of, they're just crazy these days. So this will be more friendly on our budget as well. So um, these release on July 1st, the three sun products. And then we have our after sun releasing on August 1st. And we'll drop links. I will put a lot of the information that Laura shared uh, ingredient wise to stay away from some of the ingredients that are in our sun care, some of these really helpful tips that she gave us today, which were phenomenal. She's done a ton of research. She's a wealth of information and I, she's been a fantastic guest today on this podcast. And so I know this is going to be really popular. So if you guys loved hearing from Laura, please, you know, screenshot this podcast, tag her Laura King. Um, she's on Instagram and Facebook. Um, tag our podcast, leave us a review. We would love that. We would, we love learning what you want to hear more of. And so do you have anything else to share with our listeners, Laura, as far as what you would recommend or anything maybe we missed today um, about our Sun Care line that's really got you excited? Um, you're always, you're always full of stories. So I, I was, I was thinking we might get a fun, fun story here at the end. <laughs> 
Oh gosh. I think that if this sun care line can save me from all the, you know, whining and crying that I've dealt with of my, you know, lack of parenting as often as I think I'm doing the best job ever because I don't reapply the sunscreen, you know, this is so user-friendly. I think they're going to be able to do this so easily and it's going to be very effective. Um, but then I'm also just thrilled about the cost. Like I have, unfortunately, you know, uh, steered clear of some of the most clean sunscreen products out there because of the cost. It's just feels like a lot of money. I've tried to make my own. Um, those were some epic fails. It feels like you fail and then you feel like you hurt somebody when with your fail by their burn. Um, and then <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, put this all over you. I made it myself. And then next thing you know, they're like, mom, it really hurts. Okay. Well, that one didn't work. Will you try this one today? You know, they're not so, they're not so excited to keep trying what's in my little jar of uh, homemade sunscreen. So um, I'm thrilled with the price, the accessibility we have to these products. And um, thanks to all of this and you, all the education. Oh, thank you. This has been phenomenal. So Again, Laura, we can't thank you enough for joining us today. It has been amazing. Sending love for now. Until next time, come see me over on Facebook or Insta at Jen Kruba. Or grab that hot cup of tea or coffee and head on over to my website, jennaleewellness.com, for a few oily drops of education.